Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Bree, and I'm joined today by one of my favorite people to keep up with online. My friend Susan is here from What Susan Reads. Susan, thank you for joining me today. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. And we did a buddy read, which we'll get into that. But first off, like, tell us a little bit about you. Like, tell mm-hmm. us all the deeds. Tell us about starting your bookstagram and all of that. Like, yeah, tell us everything. Okay. Um, so my name is Susan. I am a military spouse and a mom of two. Um, and I'm a big reader. I just always have loved books my entire life. Like it, they've just been such a huge part of my life. Um, just like from, I can remember like from just being like a baby up until like just forever. Like I just was always buying books, reading books, just loving them. Um, and I've always like watched bookstagram and like booktube um, from afar, but I never like created one until it was like 2020, um, the year that we'll never forget. Um, and I was like just reading a lot more than usual. And I was like looking at bookstagrams. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to make one. And I've like done blogging in the past and I've done like YouTube in the past and, and different like aspects of that, but I've never done anything book focused before. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make one. So then I, um, made a bookstagram and I just kind of had fun. I like found a lot of people like your bookstore, your bookstagram and the podcast. And like, I found like it opened up all these doors for me when it came to reading, um, specifically in the romance department, because I was almost exclusively like a mystery and thriller reader. Like I love mystery books and thrillers, but I don't know, like if my anxiety was like making me like not want to read them as much. Like I still read them a lot, but like, I just, I don't know. I just started reading romance more and and like learning more about romance and I just fell in love with it. And so that's been like a huge thing for me since like I started my bookstagram was like reading way more romance than I ever read before. Um, yeah. And I just like enjoy connecting with people and talking about books and see what other people are reading. And I've probably spent a lot of money um, in the past couple of years, just from like doing, like being online more in like the book space, um, because it's just, yeah, <laughs> that'll it's, do it. That'll do it. You see all these covers and I'm like at constantly adding to cart. Oh, I guess I should check the library, but like, it's just crazy. But I mean, I think it's a good habit to have at least. Oh yeah. I mean, we could be spending our money on worse things. That's yes, what I always, that's how exactly. I justify it. And I actually found your Instagram through the Bubbly Sush podcast, which was like Hallmark's podcast. Oh my God, I, I miss them. I know. <laughs> I used to listen to that because I love Hallmark movies. They just like bring me the warm and fuzzies and make me so happy. Um, so I was like listening or I think I was watching one of their live streams, like, and it was like countdown to Christmas and you were on oh, one I of them. I remember that. Oh God. You Susan. were on one of them. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And so like, I, I, then I started following you and then I found out about your podcast and like, you also like, I've always known about like Harlequin books and stuff. I've seen them in Walmart, but I've never like gone and like read a lot of them. And then after, because of you, I started picking them up and I've like devoured them. I love them so much. Like oh I, my God. yeah, I enjoyed so much. Like I've always seen them. And I think like my mom maybe has read a few here or there that I've seen like growing up, but I never like took the plunge. And now I'm like devouring them like crazy because they're so good. And I just like, feel like it's, I did a disservice to myself because like I didn't, uh, like I didn't take that opportunity to like read them. And I'm like, I miss out on all of these great books because like, I just didn't go and buy them. And so now I'm just, I love it. Like they're, they're, they're wonderful. And I think a lot of people probably just like walk by them and I'm like, don't read them, please. Yeah. (laughs) So you came to, cause I, I came to romance as an adult. So you came to romance as an adult too. Yeah. For the most part, I read like, I guess like in high school, I read a lot of like, uh, Sarah Dessen books and like, I know Nicholas Sparks isn't really romance, but I didn't know at the time that he was, but we, we thought he was romance, but I thought he was. And I I definitely did. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't realize he wasn't until I'm like, Oh wait. Yeah. Everyone's not supposed to, it's not supposed to be sad at the end. It's supposed to be happy. But like growing up, I read like a lot, all of it, like the notebook, a walk to remember. Like I read all of those. Um, and I loved those like when I was in high school and Sarah Dessen, um, I've read all of her books when I was in high school too. And I loved those. 
Um, so like occasionally, but I was more like really into like the mystery th thriller books, a lot of like paranormal. Um, I also read a lot of vampire books, but that was like the time I was in high school and like everything was vampire, like Twilight yeah. and all of that. So like, I guess I kind of read some romance, like not really realizing you were sowing the seeds. Yeah, like not really realizing, <laughs> but like I really got back into it. Yeah, definitely once I like got onto Bookstagram and I was like, wow, I love romance books so much. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have to backtrack because you mentioned that you did blogging and YouTube, oh, but yeah. it wasn't bookish. So what were you doing? So I uh, I had a blog for a while and it was actually like kind of like nerd focused. So I'm a really big Star Wars fan. Um, okay. And so it was like Disney and like Star Wars kind of like related, like I would do like outfits, um, like inspired by characters. And I would read all of the like Star Wars novelizations and like go to movies. And like I connected with tons of people through like the Star Wars community. Um, but it just kind of like faded away. Um, I still love it. Like I love Star Wars and stuff like that. But it's just like I don't know. I wasn't like as passionate about like blogging about it. I was like, I just want to enjoy this for like the enjoyment aspect of it. Um, mm -hmm. And then, and like I was involved with um, this organization. It's not really around as much anymore. It's called Geek Girl Brunch, where I would I was like an officer in this Geek Girl Brunch, and like me and a bunch of other girls. Um, it was when I was living outside of Philadelphia. Like we would meet every like once a month and we would all meet together and it'd be themed with something nerdy and like stuff like that. So I was like really in heavily involved in, I guess, like nerd culture. Um, <laughs> and I that loved is it. so cool. Yeah. It was so much fun. And it was a really cool way to like meet other people um, who liked the same stuff that I liked. Like I've grown up on Disney. Disney is like a huge, huge part of my life too. I, uh, so like that was like big and so like and it was like when all of the new star wars movies were starting to like come out so um yeah i was like just gung-ho about it and i started blogging and it was really fun um and then my husband joined the military and then i was like looking on youtube for like more people who were like in my situation where like life was changing and like I would I keep going to it and so I kind of like started to make some YouTube like informational videos about like you know your husband joined the military what do you do now um kind of thing um and I did that for a little bit and like a little bit of like vlogging I guess um and then I love vlogs you gotta get back into I vlogging loved it. I loved it yeah and then like I had kids and I don't oh, that'll really... change things real quick. <laughs> yeah. And I also just didn't want to like, I guess, share too much of my kids like I online like that. I just I mean, it's fine if people do. I don't care. Like, but for me, I just was like, ah, I don't really want to vlog every day. And like, I'm not doing anything either. Like, I'm usually just hanging out with my yeah. kids. So like, I didn't have anything exciting. And it just kind of fell off of it, too. So like, I've always had like that creative bug, I guess I should say of wanting to do something. So that's when like I focused on like bookstagram and stuff. I like really have enjoyed that a lot. And it's something I'm really passionate about like books. So I need to do vlogging probably more, maybe like more book vlogs or reading vlogs or something. Some reading <laughs> vlogs. I love a reading vlog. Me too. But I feel and you like, I, I think like, um, as a mom vlogs felt very, they felt, I don't want to say, I don't want to say easy cause they're not easy, but it felt, like as a mom, I had all this permission to just like, mm -hmm. just vlog and not take myself too serious. Like if I didn't have makeup on, yeah, it's fine. It's a mm -hmm. vlog, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like if one of my kids is like yelling in the background. It's like, I'm a mom guys. There's nothing I can do. It just felt very different from like doing a sit down video with a yeah. list of books to talk about. Yeah. Like it just, I feel like vlogs are meant for moms. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I enjoy, like I miss old school YouTube. Like I want to say like 2015 YouTube, like watching those types of videos. And like, it's so different now. So like whenever I log on, I'm like trying to find like those old school videos of just like people, like it's everything's like super edited and like polished. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I wish I could, but thumbnail. I know. <laughs> I could try, but it's just not the same. And I just miss like the, like, I don't know. I just feel like YouTube used to be more relaxed and now it's a little bit more was. staged and like was. fancy. And I'm like, ah, it's too fancy now. <laughs> so like romance wise, do you, would you consider like, okay, what is your current romance era? Like, what is your, what are you gravitating towards the most? And like, 
Do you have a specific subgenre or yeah, John like subgenre that you pick up more than others, you'd say? Small town romance, probably. I there's just something about a small town romance that I just like yeah. I just love. <laughs> But I, I'm also really open to reading whatever. Like, I'm I'm really open. Um, like, I'm just open to reading all the things. Um, but right now, I've bought, I keep gravitating towards, like, Harlequin-specific, like, special editions. And um, that was going to be my next question. Do you have a favorite line or, like, so a keep, line that you're reading more? <laughs> I just started uh, reading, like, yesterday, uh, the My Year with the Billionaire, which is from the Harlequin romance line. By Rachel Is Stewart. That, oh, Rachel Stewart. And I'm She's loving it. Babe. So what's the deal? So here's the thing. It's like I get confused about the lines with Harlequin sometimes. So like is it like differentiating like the steam level between each book or the theme? As far as the lines? Yeah. Well, romance. Okay. So yeah, romance is like the cousin to presents. So yeah. like, you know, presents is like fairy tale fantasy like soap opera, alpha like. heroes. Yeah. Romance is that, but a little bit take out like, I don't even want to say the fairy tale, but like take out the fantasy element. Like they those two are very similar. So that's what I was like, feeling. It, and I wanted to know, like, is there a big specific difference? But I guess uh, presents is more over the top almost. Yeah, presents is like, yeah, yeah. Because I I've had experiences where like I read like two presents and then I was like okay I need a break I'm gonna pick up a romance and they can feel very similar Mm -hmm. it's just like I guess you'd have to take out that fantasy very over-the-top dramatic element out Mm -hmm. of it and then you have romance but they can feel very similar but I'm so excited that you're reading (laughs) I love Rachel Stewart you gotta keep me posted I actually I bought (laughs) it was like their Mother's Day sale I bought three of her books and then I bought uh, a couple more present like presents books Ugh, I can't remember who the author is but there's like a hot air balloon on the cover which D- one is a special edition or yes yes the special edition oh my god I'm Michelle sorry. Dunaway yeah. yes I'm reading that one now Susan I'm are there does she have like three of them like yes so the okay, next I one's bought like, all of um, those then I bought yes, all of those yes oh god <laughs> Oh God, I'm I'm reading the first one now mm-hmm. and talk about a setup, right? Like you want to know, you want to have that feeling of like, there's no way these two people would be together, right? Yeah. And in and in this case, they, were they together? They were like, chi- yeah, they were like childhood lovers, right? Mm-hmm. And then she, he left first and then she left short, well, yeah, she left shortly after. And then a friend kind of got between them and seduced him while Ooh. she was gone. This isn't like a spoiler, guys. This yeah. is literally like in the first, like the setup. Uh-huh. And so now that they're back in the same town and like the him and the girl actually got married and had a, a baby and then she died. <gasps> and it's just that intensity of like, oh my gosh. you guys were so in love, but then you allowed somebody else to kind of sneak in and seduce you. And now you have a kid and you're a widow. Like... <laughs> Oh, it's I that feeling wait. of like, you know, they're going to be together because it's a romance, but like the setup is so good. You're like, how are they going to get there? How are they going to get yeah, to I'm the like, end? How are they going to get there? I'm like, I don't know if I could do it. Like I would feel totally betrayed because mm-hmm. this was a friend of theirs and like you have a kid and like, I'll always be reminded of this betrayal, but I just feel like we're in good hands and Michelle Dunaway is going to just blow it away. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. I bought all three. Of, yeah. I bought all of three of her books and then I bought the, or two of them. I can't remember. And then I bought all of the Rachel Stewart books too. Cause I was like, these are all go together. So I have to read them all. Yes. But I'm loving, I'm loving the, my year with the billionaire already. Like, I'm like, Oh, ooh, they have to go live in this house together for a whole year. Oh my gosh. In what is gonna Scotland? Happen? Yes. <laughs> I'm here for it. I think it's going to be great. And I'm already loving it. And I also love when the author is British because like you can like pick out little like sayings and things and like, that we don't really say often in America. That we don't but like, say. Yeah. So it's like fun. I love that. Oh, gosh. I cannot wait. You have to keep me posted. I will. That one for is sure. so good. For sure. <laughs> and then I saw that they're releasing a new, they have like a new like extra spicy line that Harley Quinn's going to be releasing soon. Yes. I think like 2024, January. I think January 2024, which I'm, I'm like, oh, that's not far away. And it's June. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, and yeah. they they're getting, they got rid of Desire, which I'm kind of sad because I would I loved like Maisie Yates' Desire like books. I like, know. Love them. I know. Desire, right now, Desire 
it feels like a free-for-all in the best way possible mm-hmm. because a lot of the books that have been coming out, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say they don't read like Desires and make that sound bad. They're so fun. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is different. Like it just, it almost felt like Desire had this like rebranding or something when in reality it's closing, which is so sad. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm loving Desire even more right now. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's we're losing it. But hopefully that means this the new one that's coming out is going to be just like it's perfect. Be crazy. I know. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited. So do you feel like would you say like special edition is your fave or, or Yeah, what? I think uh right now it definitely is. It's the one I gravitate towards the most. Um and then I'm really loving this romance. I haven't read a lot from the romance line, so I'm probably gonna have to pick up some more afterwards and see how I feel about that but you have I like... to pick up a Sophie Pembroke pick okay. up a Sophie Pembroke okay yes. definitely <laughs> yeah I just like I'm I'm kind of like loving the like rich billionaire and like that's kind of cool so <laughs> yeah. the thing I love about romance is that oh Allie Blake too you got to read Allie Blake okay. but like some of they're so like they're fun and they're really fun and flirty mm-hmm. and I want to it mm-hmm. depends on the author because some of them are like Therese Bahari. She she's not writing for them right now. She's fantastic. Hers tend to be really emotional, mm-hmm. but I mean, she's so good. But like some of them are just like really fun, flirty contemporaries, and Which I think I that's love. what I love mm-hmm. about romance so much. Yeah, for sure. But I'm like also in my special edition era because I'm like everything mm-hmm. that I have been picking up. Um, there I read one by Kaylee Newell a couple months ago, and I just picked up the second book in the series that she has with special. And then you and me, we both loved that Terry Wilson. Oh, when is so the next good. Terry Wilson? August, <laughs> right? And then she released this week her, her the third one, the Christmas one that's coming out in oh that series. God. The title are the the cover it's beautiful i'm like so excited i love terry wilson i love everything she writes um they're just like i don't know they just make me happy every time i read her work like i just yeah i'm so happy afterwards um and i loved it and i like not as in like her i like i don't typically like I think I like the secret baby thing, but like, I really loved it in that book. And I was like, maybe I do like secret babies. And then I read a meta, like a Harlequin medical. And it also had a secret baby. And I was like, wait, maybe I love secret baby tropes. And I didn't know that I did. <laughs> yeah. And the way, I guess the way that it was done in that book too, it, it was, was so just, good. it was so good. And it was, it was kind of different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you like, I feel like I've been screaming from the rooftops, like people, you have to read this book. It just felt like knowing Terry Wilson as, mm-hmm. as two people that have read her and love her. Did it not feel like yeah. she's wanted to read to write this book for a really long time? It, like it just felt so Terry Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this like if I didn't have a cut, co- I would have been like, I think this is a Terry Wilson, like reading it. It just it felt like her. And it was so good. It felt like her. Yes. <laughs> well, we read Lightning Strikes Twice by Elizabeth Ribb, which I'm pretty sure is her debut with special edition. Mm -hmm. It is. Okay. So it's Hatchet Lake book one. I'm really excited to know that there's going to be a book two. Who do you think it's going to follow? side character wise I think are you thinking be Sarah? Sarah yeah because <laughs> yes and I'm excited because I think she's hilarious she is oh she's Sarah hilarious. was so funny um and I'm I'm really excited for book two because I just wanted more of her and I love that she has a son and like she's a single mom so it's like it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out also I love how she just like basically is at the very end of the book like moving into her best friend's parents house (laughs) she's like I already cleared it with your mom (laughs) we're on our way I was like that's wonderful (laughs) (laughs) well I have the book pulled up on Harlequin's website so I'm gonna read it and then we'll get in we'll get into our overall thoughts so it says warning stormy weather ahead he's betting on friendship she's banking on love 
recently single livestock vet Kate Cardiff is tired of risking her heart. So when an emergency calls her home to her family's struggling ranch, Kate is ready to help and definitely not looking for love. It's dislike at first sight when she meets temporary ranch hand and storm chasing photographer Nathan Prescott. He says he can win her over, but Nathan lives in the moment, not for the future. If Kate opens her heart to someone who lives on the edge, will taking the risk to lead taking will taking the risk lead to another heartbreak or a new beginning? Over okay, first off, we read I, I can't even remember. When you saw the cover, when you saw the title, what were your initial thoughts? Was it like, no brainer, I need to read this? Like, give me your thoughts before you got into the book. Um, So when I first looked at the cover, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. There's like rainbows on it. It's raining. They're like kissing in front of a truck. I was like, oh, this looks good. And it like reading like the title, I kind of was like, are they storm chasers thinking they were like weather people? And then I started to think, oh no, is it going to be like Twister? And like Twister traumatized me watching it way too young. And so like, I'm terrified of tornadoes. So I was afraid it was going to be all like tornadoes, like half of it. And I was like, I guess that's exciting though. So uh, like, I'm like, you know, life, you know, there's like life and death situations and romance. I mean, that could be fun, Um, but I was excited. I liked the color, like the cover just like was attractive and I like grabbed it immediately. Um, Yeah. And and then when I read about, I was really curious. I I thought going into it that he was going to be like a storm chaser, not a photographer. I did too. I did too. I was like, okay, this is like you. I was like, is this like a twister? Is this twister fanfic? (laughs) Which could be good, which like should happen. Like maybe someone could write it. And like, I want to like maybe rewatch Twister one of these days because I'm like terrified of the movie now. Because like when I watched it younger, I was like terrified. There was tornadoes all the time. I did not live anywhere where tornadoes happened, but like it just scared me. And they're making a new one, I think. I heard that. Oh my gosh. With uh, Glenn, with Glenn Powell, Glenn Powell. I think that's his name. The guy, he was in, uh, Top Gun Maverick and he's in that new rom-com um with the girl from Euphoria what is her name I can't remember but yeah they're like in I kept seeing things all online about them in this new rom-com that's like based out of Australia um they look like a cute couple so I think they'll be great in a rom-com but yeah I think he's supposed to be in the new Twister um so maybe I'll watch it (laughs) having read the book Mm -hmm. overall thoughts what do you think I liked it I thought it was um I thought it was good. I I really enjoyed how he was like all in. Like, I like, I like, I kind of like the idea of the guy being like, look, I'm all in, I'm here for you. Uh, And she was kind of like more standoffish. I liked that dynamic. Um, And I liked that he was like very respectful during the time that her dad was like suffering um, and in the hospital and kind of overcoming his heart attack and all of that. Um, I thought he was like, he came to the hospital to make sure she wasn't alone. Like I even, I think I highlighted that line. Like he, she was like asking him why he came and he's like, I just didn't want you to be alone. And I was like, Oh, my heart. Oh, I I know. I know. I highlighted it too. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) Oh my heart. That scene of them in the pickup truck, like looking at the stars was just so romantic without being like, like they weren't like kissing or making out or like having sex or anything. Like it was just so romantic to just like know that he was there for her when like crap hit the fan and, and like her dad was back in the hospital. Like just, I don't know, like that security, I guess I like really love. So the book we were, I was thinking like, okay, we'll just kind of go through it chapter by chapter. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we need to do that. Like I think the best way to talk about this book without really spoiling anything is like in the beginning she the very first chapter she's delivering a calf in yeah. the middle of the night <laughs> so, <was> extreme <laughs> that's our introduction uh-huh. and we you know we kind of get her like internal like perspective mm-hmm. of like we learn that she's recently single mm-hmm. she's been on the dating apps things haven't really worked we kind of you know, are also introduced to her best friend, Sarah. I believe Elizabeth Ribb is actually a nurse in real life. Like her, her day job is a nurse. Mm -hmm. So that's really cool to see Sarah, her best friend in the book is like a traveling nurse. Um, And then like chapter one kind of ends with her getting a call from her mom. And then I think chapter two begins with us learning that her dad um, 
has recently had like some heart failure and that's why she's going home. So, I mean, with us being Har- uh, Hallmark lovers, this is mm-hmm. kind of what we come to expect. I think uh-huh. a small town romance. <laughs> yes, I did. I saw, I saw this like playing out and like Nathan definitely gave me like Tyler Hines vibes. Like I could see him playing the character. Do you do that when you read books? Sometimes you see yeah. the like actor that you want to play it in your mind. Um, yeah, even if they look anything like that's I know. described. I know. And and I think it's just because Tyler Hines is probably my favorite like Hallmark hunk. Like I constantly cast him in my head and as the leading man in many books. He's um, so good. I, he's And he's like a good guy, like outside of acting. Like he just seems like such a genuine, like nice person. Um, so maybe that like... I don't know. He just, he's good. I just like him so much. (laughs) Yeah. I think the book, like, I guess not trying to get like too far ahead, Mm -hmm. but I just want to make sure like we talk about it. Like, yeah, it is like reading this and then watching so many of those movies. I think that the book did a really good job of capturing how, and like we're in our small town romance era. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like everything I'm reading right now is small town (laughs) romance, but like it's, it's, it's your hometown is the place you could not wait to get away from. Mm-hmm. And in this book, Kate, it's her, her dad. Like it's a no brainer. I need to get back home. I need to be with my family. And then you realize the place that you couldn't wait to escape, I guess, isn't so bad. Yeah. And as, and as someone who doesn't no longer lives in her hometown, I like, I feel that. And that's what I like, love about that coming home, like books is like, I feel that like I miss, I do, I miss like a lot about my hometown now that I don't live there, but it was the same thing growing up. You're like, can't wait to leave. Uh, so they, she did a great job, a really, really great job at like capturing that, like you said. Yeah. And I think in Kate's case, it was really just almost like everything she maybe thought she wanted Mm -hmm. or searched for she hadn't found. So, I mean, I don't want to say like everything was a failure, but it was just kind of like, I mean, home will always be there. It's always Mm -hmm. an option. It's always kind of a place that you can return to, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, you had your opportunity. You, you got out, you were able to see the world, but like this isn't, I don't know. This isn't so bad, I guess. (laughs) And, And maybe you do need like that, that fresh perspective to see it differently. Like maybe if you stayed you would have been a little jaded, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think she did a really good job with that. And I love the family dynamics too. Like I love yeah. that her mom was like kind of uh, like wanting to get in her business. And she's like, I'm your mother. I like, you need to tell me what's going on. Like, tell me things. And like her dad was still being very like much her dad, even though he was like in the hospital, like trying to get out, like, look, I'm just going to go home. Like, I don't like, I have stuff to take care of. I'm not staying here, like trying to sneak out of the hospital and like, uh, wanting to shield her from the fact that they were having money troubles with the the ranch and everything. I just, she did a really good job at like, just kind of like capturing that like family dynamic. And even the love between her parents, like there was a scene, I think, oh, it was at the end. Um, she was, she said something like, I know if, if my mom were to follow me, my dad was going to follow her. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. cause they've been together for so long. And you just know, like yes. he, she's the boss, like the mom's the boss and he's totally crazy about her after uh-huh. all this time. Like he's gonna, he's gonna follow her. I just love that. It. It's amazing. But so like the beginning, like, so she gets home and I mean, fill in the blanks if I miss anything, but like, mm-hmm. that's where she meets Nathan she meets Nathan in the barn Mm -hmm. she's like reconnected with her like childhood horse shade I love that name Mm -hmm. um and he kind of steps in and it is dislike at first sight so Mm -hmm. I was like when's the last time I read one of these which I think was really interesting so hear me out I feel like a lot of times with category a lot of the ones that I read there tends to already be a trope the trope that is used gives us established chemistry already, whether it's like second chance, childhood friends, whatever. Mm-hmm. I really thought this was interesting that this, this, they did not know each other and it was dislike at first sight. Cause now you have to establish that. So like, what did you think about that trope? Uh, I, it was quick that they kind of like fell for each other, I guess. 
um, mm-hmm. because of that. I liked it. It was different. Like you said, like it was, it was something I wasn't expecting. I kind of almost thought that this like new Nathan character, like I thought he might've been from the town, but he kind of just was like a, a traveler. Um, so he was brand new. Um, and I feel like she was kind of like sassy to like dislike him immediately. Like, I don't know. She was, yeah. If somebody was like in my, at my parents' property and like in their barn, I don't know if I would have been like, what are you doing here? She was like, kind get of away. Mean. Like, yeah, she was like really <laughs> sassy towards him immediately. And it's like, he didn't really give you a reason to dislike him. But yeah. maybe it was because she was attracted to him and she was like, I hate all men kind of thing. Because yeah. uh, she was like dealing with like after her breakup and everything, she was like, I just hate all men and you're included. Sorry. But then immediately he was clearly attracted to her and was like, already starting the like little flirty banter which I really enjoyed I thought that was like really cute how he was they would do like the kind of the banter I don't know it just I think it worked well yeah I I felt like I I was fearful at first because I was like this is gonna make the romance portion feel really slow Mm -hmm. because and we don't have a lot of time if this is a category we don't have a lot of time Mm -hmm. But I think Nathan kind of was the saving grace because she was, she was really snippy at him for a while. And it becomes this like, cause he's not like a, he's not a rancher. And so she almost feels like you got to prove yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it, it becomes like, if I can do this, then we have to be friends. Like all he's asking for initially is friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I feel like that's the beginning of the book. And then like the middle chunk is really her seeing his world as far as like the chase the the storm photography mm-hmm. am I missing anything what do you think that's yeah I mean that was kind of it and then her also kind of like getting acclimated with the town again like we meet a few more characters in the town and we kind of see that the town's like a very small town um and we meet the the vet that's like retiring which is important for the end of the book um yeah because of course you know he needs help yeah <laughs> So, but yeah, I mean, the the middle of the book is really just like her, I guess, grappling with like, I don't like him, but like, I kind of want to see what he's up to and kind of want to follow him around and see these storms too. And Um, what he does is actually pretty cool. And his friends are cool. Yes. I like his (laughs) friends. I loved all the side characters. I thought they were all really fun. Um, I I liked learning about, I like, I want to learn about them more. So I'm excited that she's doing more in this series. I know. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Do I want Tara to have a book before Rusty? Like, (laughs) and I'm like, wasn't Rusty one of the guys in Twister? That's when I was like, oh, this has to be like Twister fan fiction. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I had to have some kind of inspiration from it for sure. So the, 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 the storm, the actual, like her going with him and the crew to like to you know to kind of get an idea to see what they're doing and then it becomes like she just kind of wants to go mm-hmm. um what do you what did you I think that to me those were like the really the most fun parts of the book mm-hmm. and then before I knew it I was like okay her her like apprehension against him is slowly dwindling because he is he's kind of a cinnamon roll yes. hero but he has this like really cool I don't know, side hustle or hobby. Yeah. I I just thought he was like, like he wasn't giving up. Like she was like mean and he was like not giving up, like being nice to her. And like, he really like wore her down basically because she was not, she was like rude. She was. And I know that that was the point. I know that was the point of her character. She's supposed to be rude, but like, and because she's like hard and off because of everything that happened. Um, but I just thought he was like sweet and like, like kind of funny. Like he was kind of silly with like the way he would like kind of flirt with her. Um, and eventually I knew it would break her down and she would fall in love. It yeah. just, it what do you think of, of like, yeah. What do you think of the rude, not always nice heroine? Like clearly there's like room at the table for everyone, but mm-hmm. When you're reading a romance and you're mostly reading from that character's perspective, not my favorite. How, do, how does it affect? What do you think of it? I, I don't because sometimes I'm like, come on, like be nice to him. He's nice, like. Yeah. But that's probably my my mind being like trying to be the character, being like, come on, he's being nice. He's he's just like brushing the horse in the barn. Like you don't have to yell at him. Not my favorite. I like the sassy like. But 
I, I like it because it's also a little bit different. Like, I feel like I don't read a ton of like the rude female and usually like with grumpy sunshine kind of like tropes. Um, I usually like the man to be grumpy, but I really liked it that he was the sunshine. He was the sunshine. Like, and he was chasing storms. I know. <laughs> like, I really like, I just, I did really like that. And I, maybe it's just because I haven't read a lot of that like lately. Um, so it was kind of like fresh for like a fresh like take on it. But sometimes I did kind of want her to be a little bit nicer. And, and I guess my thing was like, and, and I feel so bad for like ever saying this because clearly there's room for all mm-hmm. types of characters, mm-hmm. but it can be difficult sometimes to read, especially if I don't, I knew she had went through it obviously with her, mm-hmm. her ex and, and then trying the dating apps. She just was like at that point where she was like, I'm done. Like, I don't have time for anybody's BS. And I like, I was like, I got it. But he, I was like, he's such a nice guy. Like he hasn't, he hasn't really done anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, but it was still, I think it really made it a fun dynamic because in a way I'm like, I could see this being a rom-com and his niceness and like determination to be friends with her would kind of be annoying, but so sweet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I can definitely, I could see it definitely being a rom-com too. So then, and in all, and, and I guess, guess we have to say like, during all of this, her father is still in the hospital. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, we get, we get some scenes. We see her mom like on the phone with the hospital a couple of times. Um, they do, her dad does, there, there was like one scene where there was a complication. And I think that's a scene where, that you mentioned earlier, where he shows up. So like, she never lets us forget like why Kate is back in the first place and mm-hmm. that, you know, her dad is in the hospital. But then the ending, I guess the last chunk, to me, the last, the middle was like the most fun. But then the last is where like the pacing, I think, really picked up. Things yeah. got really crazy. Her dad gets out of the hospital. And then, I mean, I guess this is kind of a spoiler, guys, but then a twister happens. Yes. <laughs> I was waiting for something like that to happen. Like the whole book, I'm like, I thought there was going to be a tornado. Like I really thought there was going to be a tornado somewhere in this book. And then all of a sudden it happened. And I was like really stressed. Like that entire time I was like stressed, but I was also mad because I'm like, there's a tornado. Why are we, why are we not in the basement? Like what is happening? Yeah. And see, I think. When I started it, I was like, okay, there's going to be a tornado in the in this book. And then the more that they were like out and they were like taking these pretty pictures of like lightning, I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe we're not going to go there. So when it happened, I was like, I was actually kind of surprised because I was like, in my mind, I had made it up like, oh, it's not going to happen. She's not going to do that. So it kind of took me by surprise a little bit. Um, and I was like, I don't think I've read a tornado in a romance novel. I, I've never have either. Uh and it was str- it's very stressful, especially because you're like, come on, just like, I know that the, it's a romance novel. They can't like all get taken up by the twister, but like, it was still stressful to me. <laughs> yeah. And then the, I think the, the part that stressed me out the most was like the horses. <laughs> Finding them. I was like, they, this can't, they all can't just disappear. Like the horses have to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Which listeners lesson learned, like the best chance of survival for the your 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 horses your livestock is to like let them actually out and let them be free i was like oh i i wouldn't have thought of that i'm, I'm glad she put this in here i know it makes sense though uh let them run away from the storm rather than keep let them, them like run away yeah keep them in a box <laughs> did they ever say like what state is hatchet lake in i was like where is this i think it's in Michigan uh yeah well she yeah because she went to college Michigan, somewhere in Michigan well and I think isn't Elizabeth Rib from Canada because I also she is I so yeah. I would I also noticed that wicked like the term wicked was used a lot like that's wicked or they had a wicked time yeah. um and I was like I, where is this term from and then I I, I think it's like a new New England term, but I also think it's a big thing in Canada. Like I noticed that that was said several times throughout the book. And I was like, wicked, like where I just, it's not something I use, but I'm not from like that kind of area. So I was like, it must be something from up North. Like they must use that a lot. 
Um, so maybe you're right. Maybe it was actually set in Michigan. I thought she like left home and went to school in Michigan, but maybe she left home and just went to a school in Michigan where she already lived. Cause yeah, if Elizabeth Ribb is Canadian and they don't have any books, they don't do Canada settings. So maybe, maybe wherever she's from is close to Michigan. That makes a lot of sense. So like, maybe that's it. Elizabeth Ribb, if you listen to this, let us know. Yes. <laughs> Are you saying, like, does Harlequin not do anything it's set in Canada? Is there a reason? Um, yeah, like, special edition, it's there's only. no, yeah, no, you don't do Canada. It's all, like, the States. Yeah. Oh, I wish they would, because there's a lot of Canadian writers. Like, Laurel Greer, her next series, uh, she's a Canadian author. She said it, I think it's, like, Washington State, and she's like, it's basically Canada. Yeah, the closest <laughs> states that they can get to Canada. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So are all of special edition only in America then? Yeah. Like, not even yeah. here. Okay. Because it... Okay. Well, because no, well, Darby Bayhan had a book called London Calling. Ah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how she interesting. got away with that one. Yeah, We're yeah. like Harlequin, please let us know. <laughs> let us know. I'm like Canada guys. There, most of our editors and stuff are in Canada. A I, lot of our editors. I was about to say. I thought like Harlequin was like originally based out of Canada, right? And yeah, and it would be so cool to like for us as that live in the states talk yeah. about an escape. Give me a book set in a small Canadian town, especially like one of the ones that are like farther north. I would yes. love that. <gasps> or like one of those small towns on the coast. I'd <gasps> love that. Yes. And that's why I like really have been enjoying like uh other like stories that are set in other countries because of the escape like part. I'm like like the one I'm reading now, the My Year with the Billionaire, where they're in Scotland. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> I know. Oh kind of in to end it off, like mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the conflict. So like Nathan, okay, she ha with Nathan, it's like, is he going to stick around? Like his mm -hmm. profession kind of has him on the go a lot. We know with Kate, she, you know, has been in this relationship and she's kind of only back home temporarily. Like, what did you think of like their, their issues and like, I guess how everything played out? Uh, well, for what it, it happened quick that like they made the commitment to like stay in one place together. But like, I love, he mentioned earlier in the book, like, I've always wanted, like, I love traveling. I love, but I've always wanted a home base and I don't feel yes. like I have a home base. And like, he mentioned that like much earlier in the book and she almost like, I guess like didn't believe him or like she was afraid she would hold him back. But like he, before they even made any romantic moment, like had a romantic moment or anything, he had said something like that in passing. And so like he, before they even like connected, he was saying how he'd always wanted a home base. And I just the fact that she was kind of pushing him away at first being like, I don't want to hold you back. I don't want to like, I don't want to be the reason he doesn't go and chase his dreams and stuff like that. I'm like, but he already said he wanted a home base before all of this. Um, yeah. Which I just, he's basically like, I want a reason to, to stay, stay in one place. Yes. And she would be that reason. Um, so when she got offered the, the job to stay home and like, I think part of her also was like looking for a reason to stay beyond just him. Like she didn't want to make a decision for like a man. Um, but she also wanted to be there for her, like her, her family's uh, ranch and help her dad. So when it all came down to it and she like it, all, all the pieces fell into place, which obviously and a romance, it's like the best part when everything works out in the end. Um, I loved that. Like, you know, she joined up with her dad and she was going to be a, a part owner and do her veterinary practice in town and he's going to stay. And it was just, it was good. The ending I liked. Yeah. I was able to pull up my quotes, the things that I highlighted on my phone. So it said, um, she said, it's a little more than just a point. Kate argued from where she was sitting. It was a disaster in the making. It could never work. Not long-term you'd get miserable and then I'd be miserable. And then we'd both just be there miserable and hating each other. And he says, 
yes, are you done making excuses for all the reasons you think this won't work? Like that was so Nathan. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, you're right about that. I don't have to stay in any one place if I don't want to, but I never had one place that I wanted to stay before. One place that actually felt like home. That's different now. And I was like, swoon. Oh, love him. <laughs> and then Sarah at this end says, oh, honey, bags are packed and we're leaving tomorrow. I've already cleared it with your mom. Apparently there's room in the house now that someone's moved into the guest house with their boyfriend. <laughs> Like, which oh, I love Sarah. <laughs> I know. Also, which okay, the scene like right after the tornado came through, like the love scene, like and then the next morning they like just like I don't know. I felt like it should have been more awkward. Like I know she's an adult, but like she like stayed out in the guest house and then comes back she in did. to like her parents. And I don't know. It just for me, like they didn't even know that they were romantically involved. Like her parents had yeah. no idea. Like she just like, like it's one thing if they knew that she was like dating him or like, I don't know, like involved with him in any way. They're like, I wait know, a second. Like, walk of shame. I know. Like least. she had it back into her parents because she was saying how much she disliked him this whole time. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it's, that's why I think it's tricky to do like a dislike at first sight. Mm-hmm. Like we spend a lot, quite a chunk of the book with her not liking him. And then all of a sudden we're mm-hmm. just supposed to like believe that, okay, they're like, they spent this wonderful night together. And then we just comfortably walk into the house the next day. It's like, I know. And like, like him <laughs> and like your dad, like it, I don't know. It just, yeah, that was just, <laughs> it was just funny how that happened, like the walk of shame back into your parents' house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think overall, I think I thought it was, um, I thought it was a really, I think it, especially like this time of year, I think it's a really good spring read. I mean, mm-hmm. if you pick it up in the summer, I think it'll hit just as perfect as it did. Um, I don't know. I, there's just something, I don't know, like different about it. It, it I think it is kind of like that storm chasing mm-hmm element to it there's like I think that provides like a little bit of adventure yeah um you know the the dislike at first sight it's like regardless of me being like a little weirded out it's like you like you said I think I'm just so used to like grumpy sunshine Mm -hmm. being the hero is the grump Mm -hmm. I think it just it just takes a little bit of getting used to when it's the heroine's point of view Mm -hmm. um but and and like you said uh in the beginning I, I really think the side character shined in this. I loved her mom. And even though her dad wasn't on the page that much, I just really, you could just feel their love the way that she kind of wrote just how dedicated her mom was to like making sure he was okay. And like staying on him about, you know, just like things you could expect from a couple that have been together for so long and then loved Tara and Rusty loved Kate's friendship with Sarah the side characters I just think really really shined I I thought it was I thought it was fun it was a fun book yeah and that's like the the side characters that's like one of my favorite things about small town romances is like you meet all of these like characters throughout and you can like feel like you're there like the characters are what make the town if that makes sense yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So I, the I community. Just, yeah. I just, community. yes. Yeah. So that's just something that I just love whenever I pick up a small town romance so much. Okay. So let's do our Hallmark casting. Okay. <laughs> Not that they would, I don't know. I wish they would do a film about a storm chaser, but that's, who knows with Hallmark. Like, okay. That seems like something they would do though. Like something like kind of out of the box. Yeah. Uh, I would love for them to it do would, that. They would probably need a lot of like, like CGI or whatever. But I mean, <laughs> it might not be that great quality because there have been several Christmas movies where I'm like, that's all fake snow. And that's not <laughs> like I can, t- the way it's landing on his jacket is not real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we're forgiving. We're forgiving. Of course, it's- because it's, I, I mean, I, I like, I, I get it. Like, I forgive all of that. I'm like, the quality might not be great with the CGI, but we could totally have a storm romance <laughs> by Hallmark. Like, it could be like a spring, I don't know. Like, they need to run a new, you know how, like, every season they have, like, a 
like right now it's yeah like we're about to go into june well we're in june June weddings weddings. (laughs) yeah yeah it should be like spring storms and it's all like storm related hallmark call me i can help you out with this yeah Um, (laughs) we we have ideas i kind of like your idea of tyler hines but if not tyler hines i could totally see andrew walker being yes honestly like i love both of them so much they could they're related aren't they I don't know. I'm pretty Are sure they? that Andrew Walker is like married to Tyler Hines' cousin. Or oh, something. wow. I would love that. <laughs> I, yeah. So like, I love them. I love like, and I, lo- I loved their, the movie they did, um, with, um, Oh, three, the three, w- yeah. three wise men. Yes. I love that movie. So or three much. men and a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Three wise men and a baby. Oh, it was so wonderful. That was such a good one. This past. That holiday. was, that's like a classic. I, I like new classic Hallmark movie. It was so good. Yeah. Those three together was fantastic. They're so wonderful. And I keep seeing like the, what's the convention they all go to? Like Rama Drama. Oh, Is Christmas that... Con. Oh yeah. Or Christmas Con. Yeah. I want to go to all of these, but they're never anywhere near where I'm living at the time. I know. I'm like this one, this one that's coming up next is in Overland Park, Kansas. And I'm like, maybe I just need to start paying more attention because this one is actually, I mean, it's drivable for me, but I'm like, I like, that's like less than an hour from where my parents live. I'm like, <gasps> I could have planned for this yes. one and went to this one. But girl, I never know. People, I'll know like a week ahead of time. And I'm like, oh, Christmas con is happening this weekend. <laughs> That's like a 10 hour drive for me from from where I am. So yeah, that's yeah. a little too far. What if you guys, y'all, y'all leave Texas. You left Texas. Yes, we were. Oh um, yeah, we're in South Dakota now. Um yeah, so okay. it's it's fun, uh, but we're more mountain Different. time now. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I've been liking it. I've been liking it a lot. Um, we've gotten a lot more rain since we've been here since then, like we ever had when we were in Texas. It was like yeah, so dry. Um, but yeah, we've been liking it a lot so far. Um, but I mean, we have been moving like every year or two years because before we were in Texas, we were in Florida, and then before that, we were in Utah. Like we just keep moving. <laughs> Like constantly. Oh my gosh, you're getting to just, you're getting to experience all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hopefully, <laughs> we're hoping to like be here a little bit longer though. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're doing Andrew or Tyler for Nathan. What about Kate? Who's Kate? I, well, I, I didn't really think about, that. well, okay. Did you see the, what is the Tyler Hines and um, movie that he's in? with oh my gosh why can't i think of her name she's in when calls the heart oh um oh my god Ar- not aaron is it a- yeah. not aaron no it's not aaron is it aaron yes what is her last name though oh god <laughs> i'm i I'm know i'm being a really I'm, bad I'm, hallmark fan right now i look guys look <laughs> <laughs> when calls the heart i'm googling it and it, when we find it i'm gonna be like duh crack out of course Krakow, yep. Krakow. Okay. Have I was like, you seen the not movie? That's not there. That is. <laughs> that's, the, that's the name I was thinking of too. And I was like, that's not right. What what's the movie that they're in? Tyler Hines and her are in. It's oh my gosh, now I gotta look up that movie. Okay, they were in a movie together that I loved. And she was like grumpy and like rude to him. Um, they knew each other previously, but she I typically wouldn't think of her as like a very good grumpy person because of who she plays in One Calls the Heart. And oh, she's like, the one it was it was always you. That yes. One? Yes. Yeah. I loved that movie. I've seen it several, several times because I love it so much. Um, I love it so much that I can't remember the name of it, obviously, but um <laughs> but I loved them together. I thought their chemistry was amazing. So she could maybe do that. She could maybe be Kate. I can see that. Well, I can see that. Think? Like I can't see I can't see Lacey. I can't see Lacey being a livestock vet. Sorry guys. Uh, <laughs> my favorite is um Ashley. I always want to say Ashley Green, but I don't think Green is her last name. Is it Ashley Williams? It's like Yes. Her sister was in daughter father, you know, father of the bride and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Um, I love her. I don't know how well she would, it would have to be like a straight up rom-com and maybe she could be Kate. Yeah. She could be like, be really funny. Yeah, um, but then I'm like, her. but then she could be Sarah. Like who would be Sarah? Oh yeah. She would do good at Sarah, a uh, Sarah, I think. And then, okay. So, okay. Maybe we'll do, mm, maybe we'll do 
Tyler is Nathan so that Andrew can play Rusty. <laughs> yes. See, he has to be, they both have to be in it because I just think that they're like, friendship is wonderful. And I think that that yeah. really plays well on the screen too. And then what's her name? Like Rhiannon Fisher. She could be Tara. Like when I was reading the book, I was like, I, I was immediately thinking of her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That That's our fan cast, guys. <laughs> Hallmark, call us. <laughs> call us Hallmark. Um, okay. So what are you reading? So you already, you're reading the Rachel Stewart now. What, you know, what's on your radar to pick up this summer? Anything, anything else that you want to share? Uh, gosh, I'm actually, so my birthday is coming up this week and I'm going to the bookstore this weekend and I need to make a list, um, ahead of time. Happy early birthday. Thanks. thanks. Yeah. That's like one of my things every year on my birthday, I go to the bookstore and I pick up a bunch of books. So, um, right now I'm trying to read through a bunch of books that I already have on my shelf. Um, so I have all of my Rachel Stewart books that I want to get through now. And then, um, my other Harlequin special editions and then I'm listening to a bunch of books, audiobooks too. I have a problem. I listen to too many audiobooks at like once and I have to stop doing that because it gets very confusing. I'm trying to read some of the Tessa Bailey um, books. Have you read her? I think I've read one Tessa Bailey and I don't remember what it was called, <laughs> but I did just get one in the mail. So oh, maybe yay. I'll love it and get back into she it. But I need to like... One. You're I like, say, I don't need to be listening to this many audiobooks at once. And I'm like, I need to, because I have been terrible at listening to them. And then the library takes them away. And I'm like, oh, I should have just listened to it. I had it for 21 days. I had to like speed up my speed though, to like almost like, like 1.75 to like finish one of them that I had that like I forgot about. Um, and it was like due in two days. So I had to finish that today while I'm like folding laundry. I'm like listening really, really fast. <laughs> I can't even listen to them at normal speed anymore because then it sounds like everyone's talking in slow motion. Yeah. It drives my husband crazy when he hears my audiobooks. He's like, why are they talking so fast? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's like, how do you understand it? I'm like, it takes years of practice, but you get used to it. <laughs> I was like, I can't listen to it at normal speed anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just have to yeah. deal with yeah. it. <laughs> um, and then I've been wanting to read um, Abby Jimenez. I have one of her books. I want to on... read that one so bad. Yeah, I have one. I have some of her stuff on hold through my library. They're her audiobooks. And I'm really excited because, like, they're starting to come through. Like, so I'm trying to, to read through that, too. I just got – I did not even know that this came through. But I got Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. I was not expecting this audiobook to come in as quickly as it did. Ooh. And I almost did the whole, like, deliver later. But I was like, no, girl, just download it. <laughs> Yeah, I, so. I want to read her. She had one that came out earlier that, it, what was it called? I don't know. I've been wanting one, to read her stuff though. So I will put that the on The big hold. one that she had, like that came out last year that everybody talked about. I thought it, I thought it was actually, I thought it was pretty good. I'm, I'm hoping that I love this one just a little bit better, mm -hmm. um, but we'll see. Right now I'm reading The Seaside Library by Brenda Novak. and. Oh, yeah. I kind of feel like this is what people talk about when they talk about a beach read because it's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like three friends who are back. Well, one of the two of the friends never left this island they grew up on and one did. But now they're all back. And apparently the guy friend was the suspect when they were teenagers in this like 12 year old girl's death. Oh my and goodness. the two female friends, like they were together up to a certain point and then like they went home for the night. And so like, I guess there was like maybe like a 30 minute period where he was kind of unaccounted for, but they said that he, they were all still together. But in that time frame, this little girl was like murdered or whatever. And he's like, they're like 16 or 17 at the time. So, but it, it you, I'm like, I don't know who to trust. I, it, obviously the they like lied. The cover of that book, if I'm envisioning it, did not make me think that's what that was right. about. <laughs> right. And I made the mistake of like, I, I usually don't get on Goodreads to add that I'm reading a book until I'm like 50 pages in and I know I'm going to read it. And I was like, wow, this does not have like the rating that I expected it to have. Like the previous mm -hmm. two books were fantastic. And so what I do is I tend to go, the one star reviews tend to be my faves. Cause I just feel like that's people are really, really honest on those one stars. Uh -huh. And that's the same thing. Like people are like this, the cover is totally misleading. And I will say, I will give it that. Like I'm, I'm really hooked on it. I'm really enjoying it, but I'm like, 
this cover has nothing to do with this. Book. I know. I just and yeah, the title just, really doesn't either. <laughs> like right? one of the one of the characters is a librarian, and that seems to be it. I'm like, I don't know why the title is this. Um, Maisie Yates' newest book that she came out with under um, Ellie new- Banks. Yes, I have um, the the like an e arc of that. I'm so excited to read that. Have you read yes. it yet? I haven't read it. You gotta, you gotta tell me what you think. Oh yeah, because I like, I really enjoy like the de- like domestic suspense. Um, but that just like, I was really excited when she came out with, like said she was coming out with that because it just it sounds good. So that yeah. I have that. That's I'm waiting. It's on my Kindle. I gotta read it. Hopefully this weekend actually I can start it. Um, I've just been like really into romance right now, so I was like, I just want all the love right now. But <laughs> I also really want to read that one. So. <laughs> And she said that it was um, like inspired by because she lives in Oregon. So like mm-hmm. one of their actual like real wildfires like that happened. And she was kind of just inspired of like how would I don't know how she explained it. It was just so brilliant how like she imagined how a character would react to that situation. But it was after the fire was already done. Like she had the time to process it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this sounds, she's just such a good writer. I'm like, I, oh, yeah. I, I need to read it. I don't tend to read a lot of suspenseful things, <sighs> but I'm like, it's Maisie Yates. It's, yeah. it's going to be good. Oh, love her stuff. <laughs> she, she writes cowboys so well too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know people need to stop sleeping on cowboy romances, especially on Maisie Yates. <laughs> and then did you watch ride the Hallmark show? The new one? <sighs> I haven't. Did you? Yes, I did. I did watch it. Was it good? It, it, it like kind of made me want to re- get back into like the cowboy romance reading because it was good. <laughs> I like okay. really loved it. No, I like it. I enjoyed it. Um, it ended on like a zillion cliffhangers. So if there's not a season two, I'm going to probably be unhappy with that just because it was fun. Like there were a couple episodes where I was just like, okay. And then uh, towards the end of the season, it was just, it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know if it's gotten good reviews by anyone else, but I'm easy to please, honestly. Like <laughs> with stuff like, Are you excited for are you a June weddings person? A lot of I've I see a lot of conversation on the Twitter from Hallmark people that are like, we don't like June weddings. <laughs> like, they they can be hit or miss. They either like knock them out of the park, like wedding every other weekend with, mm-hmm. with Kimberly Sustad and, and Paul Campbell. I yeah. I thought that movie was so I good. I love Paul Campbell. He's so great. He's so great. But then they'll have these ones like Brooke Dor- Dorsey. I can't, I don't know how to say her last name. She did a wedding movie a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is awful. You guys like, yeah. why did you do this? Honestly, I don't typically, I don't, I don't like gravitate towards the wedding movies. Not that I don't love weddings. They're great. And like some of them are good. I don't know if I'm that excited. I love the fall, like when they start doing all the fall movies. But now yeah. fall season is like cut short because they start Christmas so early, which I'm they not mad Christmas at either. So early. But like, yeah, I want some more fall movies. Where are we going to fit those in? Give us the fall harvest. I'm I'm always complaining about that. And I love like also <laughs> the like uh, the mystery, like the movies and mysteries and stuff. I enjoy oh, watching this too. They're coming out with a new Aurora Tea Garden, which I had no idea about because Candace Cameron's not with Hallmark anymore. They're doing like, I just saw a commercial for it. Uh, they're doing like a, uh, I guess when she was young, like her first case. So they have a completely different actress playing her. Um, oh, I was wondering, I was like, how are they going to do this? I know. I was like, that's going to be like, definitely a soap opera move where you like completely change the actress or the actor like in the middle of a season or something, but no, they're doing it. Like, I guess when she was younger, it's such a popular series that, yeah, that one's so beloved. I guess they just don't want to like give it up yet. I did enjoy the like one episode. I think we've gotten of the like genealogy mystery series. I I've enjoyed that episode, but my fave and it only has like three movies, maybe four, maybe maybe five. I think it's just like three or four. But um, Jesse Met Met Metcalf, I think the, he's in that Martha Martha yes. Vineyards. I, love, I him. love that series. It's so good, and I love him. Like I love him since Desperate Housewives. I was like, oh, love that. That's yeah. like one of my favorite shows <laughs> of all time. Like I rewatch it all the time. I love Desperate Housewives so much. Um, yeah, no, I really loved that series too. I think that's a book series. I haven't read it yet though. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, guys, give us more of this. I don't know what's going on. with. I just feel like some of these mysteries, they'll start them and you may, if we're lucky, get a couple of episodes and then they just go radio silent. And it's like, why? Like that, yeah. that Martha's Vineyard was really, really good. And then there was the one that Alexa Panavega and oh yeah, was, like I picture kinda, like, picture yes. perfect mysteries. Yes, yes, I enjoyed those, and now they're not making them. I guess. I mean, yeah. who knows? But they also brought back the like the murder she baked mysteries. Like yeah, the Hannah Swenson. They brought back that, so who knows? Maybe they're gonna yeah. pull some of them back. I hope. I hope. I mean, I feel like the mysteries are kind of like outshining some of the regular movies at this point until Christmas comes. I, yeah. <laughs> just, like, give us Have you mysteries. watched any of the national park romances? I've only seen like one of them, but these, those were kind of fun. Yeah. I tend to, I, I didn't watch the most recent one cause I forgot to set it to record, but I, I tend to enjoy like the outdoors ones. I feel like it's usually the same actress. I feel like she is their go-to or like that's kind of Cindy. I think it's Cindy Busby. I'm like, come yeah. on, Cindy. Yeah. You got to do something else. <laughs> Don't put yourself in a box. That's true. That's true. And I always see her because she was in, I used to watch Heartland. I don't anymore because it's a thousand seasons long and it's like hard to, it's hard to commit to that many seasons of a TV show. But she was in that. Uh, mm. She was in Heartland in the beginning. So I could always see her like as a teenager, I guess, in that show because she was in like the early seasons of it. So every time she's on there, I always think of her character and she's nothing like it in any of the Hallmark movies. <laughs> Well, thank you for chatting Lightning Strikes Twice of with course. me. Of course. Thanks this for having so, me. And Hallmark. Yeah. Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry if I went off on some tangents. <laughs> my favorite is when they start playing Christmas movies in October. And like, oh, my husband's always like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> it's not even Halloween yet. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I need some Christmas cheer. Okay. And Hallmark yeah. knows how to give it. <laughs> I get really angry. I, I kind of feel people because I'm like, I wish they would wait a week and then because they because then they stop them like a week before Christmas and I get sad. I'm like, don't do it so early in October. Push it back and like mm -hmm. have the last Christmas movie come after Christmas. I I think that would be really special. Yeah, because everyone's still home because like most people don't go back to work like until after New Year's at that point or they're still celebrating. I would love that too. But yeah. I also, I mean, I also still watch them in October. It's fine. Like yeah, I, <laughs> I had my daughter at the end of October and I was in the hospital with her watching Christmas movies. And one of the nurses came in and was like, wow, I can't believe they're playing. Like, how are they having Christmas movies? It's not even Halloween yet. And I'm like, uh-huh, sure. They, yeah, they go, have like about 40 that they need to preview. So I'm like, go about your business. I'm watching my Christmas movie in October. <laughs> Well, plug for everybody where they can and should be keeping up with you online. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and it's at what Susan reads and it's what period Susan period reads. Um, and then I'm also on Twitter. I'm not on there as much. I mostly just kind of like retweet and follow people, but um, it's at Susan McCoog on there. Um, but yeah, so I hope to bring in some new friends, um, but I had so much fun uh, chatting with you. Yeah, you'll have to come back. We'll have to do yeah. this again. We got to read something else together. Yes, <laughs> so just fun. let me know. I would love to.